0: You're listening to Podcast PXN, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo. Let's do this what's up guys welcome to podcast pxn episode 35 i am one of your hosts daniel prindle aka dan is dtm on twitter and i am joined by the pride of playstation over discord sean babiak and yes no that is not sean behind me that is my dog that just jumped on the couch perfectly in the frame as i started the podcast well you never
1: know we have similar features we both occasionally walk on four legs. Um,
0: uh, okay. Uh, thank you to everyone watching live wow, and participating in the chat. Just as a reminder, we are live each and every week on YouTube. Just search podcast PXN, and you will find us on there. The topic of the show, uh, the topic of the show, this, the topic of the show this week is the Xbox Series X third-party gameplay reveal event. But first, the show. Mouthful. It is a mouthful. But first, the show always starts with the PXN News of the Week. So let's go ahead and jump right in. The first item on the PXN News of the Week is Summer Game Fest uh, has been announced by Jeff Keighley. And apparently, this is a very similar thing to what IGN's doing with the Summer of Gaming, except this is going to be uh, something that takes place over the period of four months where basically Jeff Keighley is uh, planning to have uh, multiple events that kind of stage itself in an E3-like fashion except over four months. Uh, Xbox uh, has already been announced to, to have multiple events for this. Uh, obviously, the one event was today, which we're going to talk about in the talk of the show. Uh, the other one was announced for July uh, and that's the big first-party event for um, Microsoft, which obviously we'll talk about that uh, when that comes, comes to fruition, which obviously I'm very excited for that. Uh, they also announced EA Play uh, for June 11th. That will tie into that as well. Um, and I know you, you said actually this really isn't necessarily related to that, but uh, Evo 2020 has been canceled as well. Yeah,
1: uh, I mean, we're just kind of combining all these things all in one because, I mean, it feels like every outlet, even if you're not an outlet, is just announcing some form of digital E3. Yeah. Um, but I, I do really think it's cool that Evo already went ahead and did the refunds uh, for people that bought tickets. Yeah. Um, so that's actually really good because I know a lot of places at this point are really bad with refunds. Agreed. Um so i just like to hear that that was actually a good thing that they did and i'm assuming they're still gonna figure out some way to do some sort of competition for them yeah but it it probably will be online but i know it won't be probably official because of lag that's why fighters are always connected to a console that's like hardwired into itself
0: true true um Moving on, uh we've got Sony's PlayStation VR team uh apparently is creating a new touch sensitive controller that's supposed to be like the Valve Index controller um which the Valve Index controllers are uh um normally regarded as one of the better uh VR controllers in the market right now. So this is interesting. Uh they should like finger tracking uh as a part of this um, which obviously you need good hand and finger tracking for VR to, you know, make you feel realistic in this world. So, uh, I think this is a good thing, obviously. Uh, we talked about this before the podcast. You mentioned that they've, they're still using, uh, PlayStation Move, obviously, which that came out PS3 generation like, what, 10 years ago?
1: Yeah. This move, <laughs> no pun intended, needed to be made. Um, Obviously, That's we don't awful. Have any designs. I can't I believe
0: you just to. did that.
1: Um, <laughs> Why? <but> I <laughs> you set me up for it. Uh. Um, so it, it needed to happen because I—I I mean, I use my move obviously whenever I do PSVR, and then I um, tried out your Oculus, and the controls feel that dated. I know there's still a lot of technology going on inside of it but it's 10 year old technology for the most part. So it just, it feels old compared to these new units. Mm -hmm. Um, And if Sony wants to continue to lead as far as in PSVR, maybe not on the technology side, but as far as sales, they need to continue to adapt because they've already said in the PS5 generation, they're not, they're going to keep with VR. They've seen success with it. So they want to keep going with it. So they have to adapt.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, playstation move wasn't really made for vr it was made for you know that generation where everyone was trying to copy what nintendo was doing basically and i, I don't feel like you know the move controllers best illustrate how you can use vr essentially uh, it kind of holds back psvr in my opinion um, i would
1: agree most of my fun experiences with vr besides like beat saber um is honestly when i'm playing vr still in a controller i don't really feel out of the experience at all it's just a different way to play the game moss would probably be my best example but that game in vr feels totally fine with the controller but i can only imagine what it feels like kind of with your hands
0: true yeah very much so um in some games you even need that finger tracking to like do certain actions in the game so like uh maybe if they do this and they support uh, they would maybe support more games that have certain features that you have to have that finger tracking for um yeah so well and they're kind of going all in on this sensory uh thing this coming
1: generation so Mm -hmm. it just makes sense that that might be something that they're going to be including
0: true uh, speaking of PSVR, I'll just throw this in here as well. Uh, Vader Immortal apparently is coming to PSVR this summer. so uh, I, I've played it uh, through Oculus um, Oculus uh, why can I quest? Jesus. Uh, I couldn't think of my own VR headset. Oculus Quest and it's a really cool experience. The only bad thing about it for me personally is the price point. I think it's way too much money for the amount of time you get with it. But it is a really cool experience to check out. Uh, I'm just kind of curious how they're going to monetize that on PSVR, if they're going to do it in episodes the same way they did on Oculus, or are they going to package it as a, a single game? I hope they don't do do you over like by pa- packaging all three and making it a $60 game because that would be a little outrageous. Um, I would
1: agree. I really hope it's just all released. I mean, I was obviously very much looking forward to the iron man vr experience that is still indefinitely delayed at this point um so that's really sad so this is definitely something i want to check out but price is kind of a factor with me when that uh especially because i have already demoed
0: it so it's not something that i necessarily have to play right now yeah true true um Moving on, but saying on PlayStation's train, we have Last of Us 2 leakers have been uh, revealed, and they have apparently been revealed as hackers. Uh, So originally there was a report that it was a uh, Naughty Dog employee that was maybe uh, upset about uh, the ongoings of the uh, work environment at Naughty Dog. But uh, according to Sony and Naughty Dog, they're saying that it is actually a hacker or two hackers or multiple hackers uh, that actually captured um, all of their cinematics from from their um, security breach that they had. And I think they said the security breach was like it was they found it in like the code of one of their older games, like Uncharted games or something. And that's how they ended up finding the vulnerability to uh, to get in there and get their their files, essentially. So I thought that was kind of interesting.
1: Yeah, I know you and I talked about this because it was such a discussion from last week uh, for us. That's why I wanted to bring it up that we kind of want to make sure that at least what's being reported on so far is not that it's a Sony employee anymore. Um, And there is litigation probably going to follow. Everything is still obviously in the infancy as far as them investigating and all that stuff. but. um we won't go really into as far as what we still feel about last of us i know they just dropped the story trailer i think it was tuesday if i remember right it was either tuesday or yesterday Yep. um i haven't gotten a chance to look at it but that's only because i have gone media blackout on this game because i know i at least myself i'm going to purchase it so i don't need to know anything else about the story
0: right yeah and uh, the story trailer doesn't really, yeah, the story trailer doesn't really tell you what's going on. But I was a little surprised that there, uh, without the context of knowing what's going on, there is a spoiler in the trailer. But uh, knowing the context of uh, one of the parts of the trailer uh there is a spoiler a gigantic spoiler in the trailer but um i guess movies and games do that all the time you just you don't know the context in which you're watching it um yeah but i mean i
1: avoided every star wars trailer um for the last two movies yeah. because they just spoil everything now granted after finally seeing the rise of the skywalker maybe i should have and then i would save myself some time
0: but uh <laughs>
1: that's yeah. just my opinion
0: true um <laughs> moving on we've got uh jedi fallen order star wars jedi fallen order uh dlc was officially announced and already released actually right
1: uh yes it actually got released on may 4th
0: gotcha yeah uh and there's there's new skins challenge modes uh battle grid which i think is like a wave based um battle arena essentially yes uh yeah. and yeah, then new game plus.
1: in that- on the one planet, um, when you get captured, um, oh, it's yeah. midway through the story. So I don't think it's too spoilery, but it does include all enemies, including the bounty hunters that you fought along your way that like would randomly appear.
0: Yeah, that's cool. That's, it's really cool. I, uh, touch to kind of add this for free because, uh, obviously once you beat the campaign, it, there's, er, there's not really a whole lot, uh, additional to do. You can find like collectibles and stuff like that. So, this kind of allows you to jump back in and kind of, you know, experience that great gameplay that they have. And, um, and the interesting thing is, is it kind of reminds me of Vader Immortal in a way in that regard because Vader Immortal has the um, training r- arena or whatever where you do the same thing. You fight waves of enemies that you played in the campaign, played against in the campaign. Um, and it's not really anything new in the industry. It's just, you know, it's good to have uh, options, you know uh enjoy something else
1: new game plus is something that both you and i kind of wanted from the beginning and they actually had promised this since the game came out that they were going to do a new game plus so i do actually want to check that out at some point because i mean I, i i did fall in love with that game just playing it so
0: yeah i agree
1: i agree completely uh
0: moving on we have some movie news uh game movie news uh Kate blanchett who, I didn't know this, you told me this, uh, she was the bad guy and Thor, Thor's sister, uh, is uh, playing Lilith in the Borderlands movie. So I think that's an interesting casting. It's definitely a big name. Um,
1: it's still it's still in the early talks of it, uh, from all the reports that I've seen. I even checked Variety just to make sure, since they're like the gossip Hollywood train or whatever. Yeah. Um, it is it is somebody that makes sense in that role. It's just, I, I still can't get the past the part of why of all video games, do we need a borderlands movie? True.
0: True. Yeah. You and I were
1: talking about how you and I could not name, and I love, like I was obsessed with the third one way more than you were. Yeah. And I still cannot tell you anything that happened. I just love that gameplay loop. That's the thing that sells me on it. So mm-hmm. I, I don't understand why they would choose that to be the video game movie
0: yeah the sad, the satisfaction of like the loot grind and finding the loot and replacing your loot like that's the most satisfying thing for me in Borderlands uh, and that's kind of what got me into destiny because they did something very similar except in like a shared world uh, universe where you just have to keep upgrading your loot and that's what that's the you know draw to it you just keep going back for that um, so like you said uh, it'll be interesting to see how this actually pans out um
1: yeah i mean i don't know who else stars in it because lilith is the only one that i honestly ever remembered besides my main characters and true who knows they might go a completely
0: different route very true um moving on uh kind of uh interesting one uh apex season five was officially announced and they have a new character that that was announced as well i don't really um i haven't really followed too much into season five but I did see the trailer where she was announced, and I guess she was um, one of the ape. Was she hunting the ape? Other Apex characters, or were they hunting her? I I can't remember how that trailer went.
1: I I think you're right in the first
0: part. I am
1: so out of touch these days with Apex that I could not 100% tell you. Yeah. Um. I just will yet again compliment respawn for continuing the support it's been a year plus with this game yeah. still having massive success with it um they yeah. only keep improving things yeah um it's just i had to get out of that game and i tried to go back but i knew if i kept going i would have just been addicted again yeah i agree it's legitimately a drug
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a drug you can't stop taking and no. that is where we end our talks about drugs on this podcast um uh, mortal mortal Kombat 11 aftermath has introduced new story dlc including the most beloved mortal Kombat character ever robocop hey don't talk
1: about murphy like that
0: i cannot believe like robocop is just it seems like very much in left field. I don't know, like Freddy Krueger and like Jason and that kind of stuff. That stuff makes sense, but then you throw in RoboCop. I don't, I don't know that well, I, I mean, follow same,
1: it. Same thing could be said about the Terminator as that's well. That's true. Yeah, that's um, true. So, so I mean, more or less, it's probably just on par with them. Um, I just think it's really cool how they're like, I don't know. It's it's like Smash Brothers uh, going out of left field. Now I yeah. know Smash Brothers obviously disappointed us in the last character pack, but still they they choose from an arsenal of characters and that's what pretty much Mortal Kombat's doing now.
0: True. Very true. They have a roster of about forty. And they've got a yeah. long way to get to Nintendo's what, a hundred in Smash. The only thing
1: that's weird, is this the first Mortal Kombat that you can remember that has actual, like, story DLC?
0: Yeah, I don't remember any other Mortal Kombat having story DLC. And, actually, I talked to you about this before the show. I think it's weird that they're even doing story DLC because the way Mortal Kombat 11 ended, I'm not going to spoil anything, but the way Mortal Kombat 11 ended... They kind of ended it as though they were going to um, essentially reboot the franchise again for the next game. Just by the way they ended it, so I was expecting, you know, Injustice in a couple years, and then bring back Mortal Kombat to be another reboot, so to speak, of the universe. But then now they announced this, and so now I'm just really confused as to what they're going to do after uh, Mortal Kombat 11. But I don't know.
1: I uh, I do think you're right. I do think the next on the list is uh injustice
0: yeah oh yeah for sure injustice three which fun fact injustice two never came out on xbox one wait what (laughs) Er, i'm sorry wait a minute did i get that wrong injustice one whichever one came out on 360 originally that was injustice one wasn't it (laughs)
1: uh yeah that came that was the ps3
0: 360 generation yes because then they re-released it on ps4 but then they didn't really re-release it on xbox one because of some weird issue really i did not
1: hear that at all because that was a ps plus game i have i have that
0: yeah yep um but anyways that's bizarre shit it, it was it was weird i think it was actually i think it was 2013 their launch year when the uh, when the uh, port came out, and I think it was during their whole Microsoft's whole uh, messaging fiasco, where like uh, if a game appeared first on PlayStation, they wouldn't allow them to release on Xbox. I think it was that ordeal before they got that situated.
1: Uh, okay, I yeah. guess that yeah it makes sense. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that, that was all part of their original fiasco that they had. Um, at the launch of Xbox One. But anyways, uh, so this next one uh, is a good one. Um, Cyberpunk 2077 has some serious customization uh, coming to us, and they are, CD Projekt Red is giving you the ability to customize your genitals in the next game. Uh, what I've
1: always wanted to do in a game.
0: Yeah, exactly. And actually, you could do in a game. Saints Row 3. You could make your package as big as you want it, or whatever, and as small as you want it, and then you can make your breasts as big as you want it, as small as you want. It was pretty funny, uh, but this is going to be interesting in a hyper real, realistic atmosphere that uh, CD Projekt Red is creating. I'm interested to see how this, you know, without sounding weird, looks. You know what I'm saying? I don't mean looks, but like how this is going to uh, piece itself together in their game. I don't know no
1: i'm I'm picking up what you're putting down uh this is all based on the uh uh, australians rating board for the game um that's how we came to find out about all this stuff it's just it's very fascinating how this game is supposed to be like the epitome of pretty much this
0: generation i guess you
1: could say and it's going to be uh it's gonna be an odd one
0: (laughs) it is definitely gonna be an odd one but obviously we cyberpunk is one of the most anticipated games this year i'm very very excited for it. especially well i don't need to go into this again but especially with everything else happening this year uh in the first half of the year i'm very excited for that and then halo infinite obviously after that but we won't go there oh
1: again. i thought that got canceled
0: i didn't actually actually they did uh micro glad you said that actually i know that sounds stupid but but i'm glad you said that because they did microsoft just reaffirmed that xbox series x and halo infinite are both still on track to release this fall i did see that report come out um and uh so they're just basically reaffirming what they've already said so that's a good sign but uh we could still see delays you never know you never know what happens uh in the lead at this point but uh Moving on, this one I just added a little bit ago, Uh, Mass Effect Trilogy is being rumored right now, a remaster for the trilogy rather, and it's supposedly going to be coming to Xbox One, PS4, PS5, and Xbox Series X, which would be very, very exciting uh, if that does indeed happen. Uh, They are saying also that eventually they may port it over to Switch. Because uh, there was a report that EA was working on more Switch ports now, um, but that wouldn't come till later. This is very exciting for me because I freaking love Mass Effect. It is one of my favorite franchises. As long as you don't include Andromeda in that, uh, but uh, Mass you Effect. You have to. You have to. No, no, that doesn't <laughs> exist. That game. That game doesn't exist. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but Mass Effect 2, literally one of the greatest games of all time. I love that game. Absolutely phenomenal. So I would I would be 100% all in for a remaster of those games. And you could finally play them for the first time. If
1: it was on Switch, yes.
0: Oh, gosh.
1: Get them next gen. I have no reason to play it on a console because I don't
0: think I would spend that much time with that old of a game. Jeez. It's but if it's remaster, what if it's in the vein of Resident Evil 2 Remaster? You know, or remake.
1: I don't know if they would take their that
0: time with it. It's EA, they're just looking for a quick buck. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe one can hope. Uh next uh next i'm just going to talk about a couple things uh series x related before we jump into our games we're playing and then the topic of the show so the xbox series x has uh confirmed its developers list which is pretty much every i think they said every single publisher big publisher out there is already working on series x which that's not a surprise uh bungie confirmed that destiny 2 will be coming to next gen uh because their name appeared on on this uh uh page and people were like uh Bungie, what what are they doing and then they had to basically say yeah we're we're bringing destiny 2 to next gen so though i think the thing to watch there is is are they going to port it or are they going to make a specific version of destiny 2 specifically for next gen because if they just port it uh it may not necessarily see any benefits so to speak um yeah i'm
1: thinking unfortunately i would lean more towards the porting side of things
0: you think so no
1: nothing nothing against at all uh bungie with that yeah it's just probably cost effective
0: yeah
1: um just to get that out
0: the only reason why i would think that they'll um they will optimize it for next gen is because uh like if people wanted to play that way they could still play their ps4 and xbox one versions of destiny 2 backwards compatible so you would think that they would just you know use that if 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 they were going to go that route and the other thing is they do have destiny 2 on pc which has a lot higher um performance and stuff so maybe maybe they start with the pc version and use that to port uh to next gen i don't know um but that'll be interesting to see there's lots of developers on board for that uh xbox series x also has a new optimized logo so this is interesting because uh, they basically have a logo that says Xbox Series X optimized. So what that means is is it means a developer is taking extra care uh, into developing an Xbox Series X game. So they basically are building it for that platform. Um, and the interesting thing is why would they say Xbox Series X optimized if that was the only console this generation you know what i'm saying like that would be like saying uh when the xbox one launched they say this is xbox one optimized well of course it's xbox one optimized because that's the only console so this makes me think that this all but confirms xbox series s in my in my view of what uh, the way i'm piecing this together because why 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 have this logo Xbox Series X optimized if you don't have another console? You know what I'm saying?
1: I uh, I would agree with you. I still think that it's coming. Um, as far as that Lockhart, the same as you, like yeah. that, it's just a foregone conclusion in my mind. Uh, I'm just wondering when that announcement actually comes. Yeah. Because uh, probably maybe like almost what like a few months before launch i don't think they still do it at their first party conference
0: right which um,
1: but i could be wrong
0: there is a rumor right now that uh june because they're doing something every month uh they announce for the rest of the year and there is a rumor that june will be their platform uh event or whatever and that they'll announce series s at that event and then july is their first party event as they've already said um But they haven't confirmed that. That's just what the rumor is right now. Um, But, yeah, that'll be interesting for sure. Uh, I can't wait till July, though. Somebody's going to have to hold me down for that Halo Infinite reveal. Uh, Moving Um, on. I'm good not being in the same room with you during that. Yeah, well, they better not do that during work hours. If they do, I'm calling off work. You know damn well I am because... Or I'm going to put in a vacation day. I'm not going to call in sick. I'm going to put in a nah, vacation you day. Just said you just said you're calling off work. I'm calling your bosses right now. You can call them because I'm going to put in a vacation day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh,
0: moving on, games we are playing. Uh, I, so I don't really have a whole lot this week. I haven't really been playing that much uh, as of late. But I have been playing a little bit of, uh, more of Rust. And actually... Uh, I've really enjoyed what I've played. Uh, me and my friend, uh, we started up a session again, and um, and we essentially everyone got wiped uh, last week, I believe, because they wipe every month. Because basically, you would have people that just you know dominate the entire map, otherwise. So. We kind of got a fresh start with everyone else and we had learned everything the week before so we kind of built everything up. We actually recruited a random person that we found uh, roaming the world, which he joined us, so that was cool. And uh, yeah, I just continue to have some fun with Rust and some PC games, so that's it.
1: Disgusting.
0: Disgusting. What can I say? No, I'm just kidding. Podcast PXN PC, Xbox, Nintendo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Forget about the number one console. It's okay. Yeah. Um, for now. I got two. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I, I have two games, uh, one of which is I finally have started go, going back in, playing God of War mm. um, for PS4. Uh, that game is still incredible. Uh, I still don't want to, like, talk about any of the spoiler stuff, just because it's still a little less than two years fresh. Yeah. Um, but... Do yourself a favor if you have yet to ever play it, play it. It is such an amazing game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just I, I'm playing it on easy. I did remember actually I did 100 percent that game because I never found all 51 of Odin's ravens in the in the game, yeah. and because I was playing it on hard, and I basically just gave up. I never beat the final Valkyrie. Um, so I yeah. actually do want to do that because she was. Uh, dude, that that was like the most impossible thing to do. Oh, yeah. um, same thing with that one boss in uh, Control. It's a side mission, but I was never able to beat him either. Um, but the other game that I played, I actually checked out the demo for Trials of Mana on the Nintendo Switch. So this <laughs> is uh, the not just remastering, reimagining completely because they it was used to be just in a 2D 32-bit graphics. Um, this is full 3D of the third game that was only released in Japan uh, oh, wow. back in like the early 90s, if I'm not mistaken on that. Uh, but it's actually a lot of fun. And I, I think it's going to be a JRPG after I'm finally done with um, God of War and Final Fantasy VII. Uh, it's definitely one I do want to check out. I really enjoyed the combat system. I yeah. like the – you have, I think, it's six characters to choose from. In the demo, you're able to play with three of them, uh, and I just like their move sets. Um, it is a little simplistic, but that's kind of how J- JRPGs are when they're action oriented. Yeah, it's more about how your strategy is going to be around them. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's definitely something I want to check out.
0: So if it definitely if it goes on sale, I'm going to probably grab it. Sweet, sweet deal um i believe that's it for games we're playing so uh moving on to the topic of the show uh xbox series x gameplay premiere event happened today so this is obviously third parties only um and this was obviously um before the event i think a lot of people had higher expectations necessarily they were expecting like you know ea ubisoft Activision, everyone, all the big parties they were gonna they were thinking were gonna show up and it's like uh, I guess we needed to temper temper our expectations a bit because even I was thinking uh, we would see more of, of them. Uh, but we ended up getting a lot of smaller studios with some really cool stuff that have some uh, launch exclusivity on Xbox Series X as well as uh, some many of them are actually launching with Game Pass as well um that they had uh, a little tag next to it as well that said launching with game pass so that's very cool as well to have access to all those if you have game pass but uh this is starting xbox's year of coverage that we kind of hinted at earlier in the show uh that they're calling xbox 2020 So, essentially, they are just covering all of Next Generation the rest of the year. And each month, they're going to have something different. So, we talked about there's rumors in June of a console event, which may include Series S announcement. Uh, There's a July event, which they have confirmed will be First Party Studios uh, uh, event. So, that's going to mean we're going to see games from all of Microsoft's, not all of them, but many of Microsoft's First Party Studios and Matt Booty, and that's a funny name, but he's the head of First Party at Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, he said today on the stream today that we should expect to see games from Ninja Theory, Double Fine, and Obsidian. New new games, granted, not not grounded from Obsidian, and not uh, and not uh, crap um, crap. The game from freaking Ninja Theory why can i not think of the game uh, uh, Hel- shoot. uh hellblade no 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 uh shoot the multiplayer game that just came out bleeding edge oh uh, yes, i can't think of it bleeding bleeding edge so this isn't bleeding edge this isn't um uh, grounded from obsidian this is new games he said so that's interesting and double fine so I kind of wonder what they're going to announce. That's kind of interesting. Or maybe Ninja Theory is going to show more Hellblade, which would surprise me because I was thinking that was still at least a couple more years out. Um, and then obviously, and then he said at the end, obviously three, four, three with Halo infinite, which obviously, uh, I never even heard of that studio before. That's so weird. Weird. Yeah. They're only the greatest freaking studio holding the greatest franchise in history. (laughs) <laughs> okay that was, that was that was a stretch <laughs> <laughs> they're only i i'm what i meant to say was they're only the studio holding the greatest franchise in history that's what i meant to say <laughs> i but, was
1: gonna say halo five did a lot more damage than it did good <laughs> yeah
0: that's true uh moving on uh that's kind of the you know groundwork for what they have in the next few months Uh, most of the games that they showed in the event today actually are Xbox console exclusives. And as I said, many are game pass uh, on game pass as well at launch. So the first one, um, bright memory infinite. So this one, it was interesting because when I first saw it, I thought it was crisis. I thought we were getting another crisis game because it has very much that tone of crisis and it had that like HUD of crisis, but then it, uh, as they played on, it got crazier and crazier. Like, he pulled out a samurai sword at one point and, like, blocked an enemy with a samurai sword. And then he, like, used a uh, uh, a whip almost. Like, if you've ever played Bulletstorm, the whip that you use to pull people in... He pulled out one of those and pulled people in and then sliced them with the sword and then shoot them with his gun. But the shooting part looked exactly like Crisis. So I was like, man. It, was, it, it looked like an absolutely gorgeous game. It looked like a triple-A game uh, as far as graphics go and gameplay. And the interesting thing is is this is being developed by one person. One single developer in China. And he's the, he's the one making this game. And uh, Obviously, this is a vertical slice or whatever, but man, this looked absolutely insane for one. I mean, person. if he
1: can de- if he can deliver it, uh, I mean, I-, I made the joke to you that he's given the guy from Axiom Verge a little bit of run for his money for being a one guy team.
0: Yeah, he true, one hundred percent. The next one, this one was kind of funny because. As soon as I saw this footage, I was like, oh, they're porting Forza Horizon to uh, Xbox Series X. But then I was like, wait a minute. This isn't their first party event. They're not going to show Forza Horizon. And then the Codemasters logo came up and I was like, oh, okay, this is Dirt. So Dirt 5 was officially announced. And it's very funny how strikingly similar it is to like Forza Horizon 3 and 4. Like it has very much the same color palette and the same like tone and and like the uh, rally flags and stuff it looked very very similar so i mean it looked all right um i don't think it looked as visually stunning as forza but it looked it looked good i don't know dirt five i'm
1: not i'm not a dirt person uh no i didn't mean how that probably sounded <laughs> yeah. uh but I'm, i, I don't know, like dirt either. i'm not a racing guy. so it'll definitely be a, a something that i would pass it did look impressive though Mm
0: -hmm. cool uh moving on uh there was a lot of spooky games announced during this uh event so i kind of yeah i kind of conglomerated them all together here because i thought it was interesting that we got three horror games out of like there was like eight or nine games at this event and we and three of them were horror games i thought that was kind of interesting Uh, So the first one, Scorn, which was actually a Kickstarter game uh, that was Kickstarter, I believe, last year, and it is a atmospheric first person horror game. Uh, It definitely they didn't really show a whole lot, but it it had the tone of like being very mysterious and very like I don't know, scary. That sounds. It was
1: creepy. uh, I will
0: tell you that it was a creepy, creepy trailer. Really creepy. Um, it almost,
1: it gave me a lot of, um, aliens vibes. I don't know if you were yes. into the alien movies, yep. um, but it definitely gave me that type of vibe where I'm just like, Oh shit, what's especially, happening here?
0: Especially like that babe, or I don't know if it was a baby or whatever that was that was in the stomach and like, it kind of peeked its head out for a second. It was kind of yeah, was yeah. weird. Yeah.
1: Well, and like the transference of, I mean, it's not an egg, but it just, it was just like the transference of creating another creature is like kind of the basis of alien movies. So it just, it just definitely gave me that reminiscence of it.
0: True. Yes, I agree. Uh, the next spooky game was, uh, vampire, the masquerade bloodlines two. It's in the running for one of the longest titles in 2020. Uh, but, uh, this one was, uh, this one looked like an interesting, like vampire game, uh, which I thought was cool uh it kind of has like its own unique flair to it though because they had like they had like this upbeat music playing throughout the trailer and it was almost like uh fallout new vegas popped in my mind like almost how fallout like you know has that music that kind of sets the mood or whatever it kind of had something like that but but in a vampire horror atmosphere it was really really bizarre but it sounds interesting and it looks interesting Um, this is the second vampire game right yeah, it says Vampire the Masquerade uh, Bloodlines 2, so uh, it's yeah, a sequel. Yeah, like, I, I, don't
1: the, I don't remember the first one doing terribly well. Yeah. I remember it, because it came out this generation, but I, I don't know if I remember hearing too much about, like, either praise or non-praise for it.
0: Yeah, the only, uh, the only vampire game I've heard of is the one that's spelled with a Y. The vampire, like, the... Y R at the end. Uh, I I yeah, like that you one. played
1: this weird doctor. Yeah, that
0: was like kind
1: of helping people, but also you could choose to take their blood too. Yeah, yeah
0: Um, so yeah, I if they do it right, it might be cool. But like you said, the first one wasn't setting the world on fire, so we'll see what the second one does. Um, yeah. The The last horror game that they uh, announced at, at this is uh, The Medium, which they describe as a psychological horror game, and it this has a couple interesting things. Um, it has the original Silent Hill composer working on this, so obviously they're going to have some good music, uh, some creepy-ass music with this, but also... Uh, I feel like this game gave me a lot of like Alan Wake vibes is the impression I got, which obviously Alan Wake is a psychological thriller as well, but it really gave me uh, Alan Wake vibes. And I thought that was kind of interesting. It looked cool. Um, yeah. I mean,
1: I, I think the resurgence of horror is definitely upon us. Resident evil, all these remake, well, I guess ever since seven, it's pretty much been on the rise uh for all this stuff son of Rome. it looks like jesus uh looks like xbox is really just kind of going full on with their partnerships with this whole thing true true
0: uh moving on to the next one uh a game called chorus was officially announced this is by deep silver they're the publisher and it looked like a kind of like a space combat game, but it had it looked like it had a strong emphasis on story, which sounds interesting. Coming in 2021, uh, what did you think? Did you see that? Uh, I think you did. I did, yeah. yeah. I,
1: I thought that it really like made me one think of like an adult Star Fox. Oh, yeah. Um, and then two, it almost made me think of also what could have actually become a Velocity um, X. I don't know if you ever played that on the PlayStation, Mm -mm. Um, but that was a really fun series. So it's just, I I think it's funny how it's really, to me it shows what could have become of that, Um, but it looked dope, dude. I mean, that's like the best description I can get to it. It actually looked really cool. I I really enjoyed the trailers. Not to like kind of derail us, but yeah, I really enjoyed the stuff I saw. You and I both had tempered expectations when it came to what was going to be shown off. Yeah. So I don't think you maybe maybe at least myself I was not disappointed. Yeah, I do like smaller experiences. Yeah, um, but I I think so far from everything that I've watched, I haven't watched everything, but a lot of this stuff just looks looks really cool.
0: Yeah. I agree. Everything looked really cool. I think I was maybe slightly disappointed that we didn't see um, a couple more bigger games. But yeah, like you said, everything that they uh, showed looked really cool and interesting. Um, it's definitely original. And like you said, actually, like that's what made Xbox 360 so popular was Xbox Live Arcade and all those independent developers that made awesome experiences on there. So it's almost kind of coming full circle where microsoft's going back and embracing that yet again so that's that's yeah i mean
1: i i think the switch can only show the success of having partnerships with smaller studios i mean i don't think the switch would be as successful as it is without those partnerships at this point in time i agree um and i i just i really am thinking that xbox even not just with this conference, but what they're just showing off essentially is really setting themselves up to be the talk of the console wars, basically.
0: Yeah, for sure. And everything they've done thus far has been consumer-friendly, obviously, with them being behind in the console race. Um, But this next game, I'm sorry. This next game, this was the best moment of the entire show. Madden 21. It was literally... Bar none, the best moment when we got two seconds of Madden Twenty One gameplay. I mean, we yeah, saw I'm good. we saw Patrick Mahomes grab a football and then step back in the pocket. I mean, that's all I need. Madden Twenty One, I'm all in.
1: <laughs> <laughs> obviously,
0: obviously, I'm joking. They so, they showed a trailer of every Madden game uh, through the history of the franchise, and then they showed literally, I'm not kidding you, two seconds. Of Madden 21 gameplay with Patrick Mahomes. And I was like, why? Why?
1: Yeah, not. We already knew it was going to be on Xbox. So I don't know why we yeah. don't have that.
0: Right. And yeah. And two seconds, that's not going to do anything justice. Like, yeah. Nah. And especially with how much I hate Madden 20. Yeah. Good luck getting me back on that train, EA. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, the ascent was announced, so this is another cool one. Uh, top down. Look dope Yeah, it has a top down. Sh- it's like a top down shooter esque, but it's it's not really a shooter. But it's it's not. I don't know if I'd classify it as Diablo or classify it as um. You know, you talked about. I'd uh, go
1: with uh top down arcade shooter. Yeah. Um, it, definitely gives off that impression of I was telling you House Marquis Dead Nation or Alien Nation yep um just from the sheer look and it's almost what set in a Blade Runner slash Total Recall type universe yes like Um,
0: very Neon esque
1: yeah and I really was like I, I don't think you everyone should be expecting this giant graphical leap when it comes to this generation same thing that just happened this previous one Uh, but continue to look for these things that are almost invisible to the naked eye, unless you're looking for it. But this game showed off like so many particle effects going on while you have all these enemies around you too. like the amount of stuff that's happening on screen. That's what really next gen brings to the table is Mm -hmm. all this stuff creating more and more real life situations.
0: Yeah. And not everything is visual related either for next gen. Like, um, Uh, I did just remember this that uh, Dirt Five has a feature where you can play 120 frames per second. They announced that with Dirt Five, so that's it. Just gives you another way to play, essentially. I'm I'm assuming that'll probably be like 1080p, 120 frames per second, um, just to to give people the option of fluidity over you know uh, visual fidelity. So that's yeah that's kind of going to be the, the uh, benchmark for next generation is uh, performance more than, um, you know, visuals, I think. Um, Yeah, I would agree on that. But moving on, uh, our next one is Scarlet Nexus. That was announced. Uh, This is from Bandai Namco. And obviously I am not going to be great to explain this one because this is a Japanese RPG. So, it's not really Japanese in my
1: Japanese out the ass. Yes, oh, it is. Oh, my God.
0: It is not in my wheelhouse.
1: <laughs> it, it, it did look pretty dope. It's like a... I wouldn't say it's an anime. It it really looked like that Astral Chain game that came out last year on the Switch. Oh. Um, as far as the aesthetic for it. Uh, enemies looked very creative and odd. Uh, but, like, I, I say that in a good way. Uh, the action really reminded me of almost uh devil may cry 4 as far as a lot of aerial stuff going on and that i think that was a huge thing with devil may cry 4 is yeah because of the introduction of nero um being able to grab things in the air and pull to you as well um like it was always a lot of air stuff going on and that's what it looked like in these trailers but mm. it looked really good i mean and this is it's a good get for Xbox in the sense of they are not known for great Japanese relationships um, or any historically. <laughs> yeah. Microsoft has historically failed in Japan mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to Xbox. Um, so them venturing out and doing this smart move on their part. Uh, Cause there are a lot of talented game developers out in Japan. Yeah. Obviously they're all mostly making mobile games because mobile does so well there compared yeah. to co- any
0: consoles at this point. But still, I I did like a really cool thing for them to get. Yeah, agreed. It's definitely uh adding to their variety in their portfolio, which I think yeah. I think Microsoft has done a really good job of making uh tons of different experiences available on games Game Pass. You don't really you don't have the same experience through every game. It, every game is like very different, and that's what I really like. Um, this next one might be one of my favorite uh, announcements from this entire show, uh, which is Second Extinction Reclaim Earth. So this is a dinosaur game. Uh, a lot of people were likening this on Twitter to uh, Turok meets Left for Dead, which I freaking love that comparison. Like I I am a hundred percent all in on a Left for Dead like experience with dinosaurs instead of zombies. Like that sounds awesome. <laughs> and uh it looked really cool and it's being made by uh the just cause developers avalanche studios so uh that's i mean that's a pretty good developer i mean just cause 4 was a lot better than just cause 3 just cause 3 had a lot of problems at launch uh with performance and such but just cause 4 was a really good game uh they're not really known for their story per se but like gameplay they always have some fun mechanics and stuff so I'm I'm interested to check this out and see see where this goes.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been an entire generation since Left 4 Dead, and I know we we had this in the beginning of this generation, this four v one, and I know we didn't even talk about it when it came out, but Predator came out a few weeks ago. Oh um, yeah, I haven't I haven't really seen anything about it, uh, but I don't really see it on the top of like IGN scale. So i think it's not doing great. Yeah. um because that genre is pretty much dead but people still keep going back to left for dead and left for dead too so people are clamoring for a co-op experience where it's just waves of monsters basically and mm-hmm. just trying to fight their way through it
0: yep absolutely i'm all in i'm all in give them everything i want more dino games Capcom, give us a freaking Dino Crisis game remas- remake.
1: Oh, I will cry.
0: <laughs> uh, fun fact, uh, my E3 2018 video where I was watching the Halo Infinite trailer, uh, I thought that was a Dino Crisis game being revealed. So, fun fact.
1: Well, that didn't go well for you. <laughs> no,
0: no, it went extremely well because I thought it was Dino Crisis and it ended up being Halo Infinite. So, cause they Exactly, should... that's why I said it didn't go well. They, sh- <laughs> Yeah, shut up. They should. <laughs> they showed, like, a, a rhino's foot, and I thought it was a dinosaur. So I was like, oh, dinos! I'm, like, freaking out dinos, and it, w- it was not a dinosaur. So, uh, anyways, that was another tangent. Uh, moving on, another surprising get for Microsoft from a Japanese developer, Yakuza Like a Dragon has been announced coming to Xbox Series X. So, how excited? Yeah.
1: Uh, Well, you and I both are not any experts or even have much experience with the Yakuza at all, but um, I made mention of this because Yakuza is typically a PlayStation game and this did technically come out um, in January of this year. Yeah, Uh, Came out on the PS4 in Japan only though. Uh, But it has yet to be announced to America to PlayStation, uh, let alone come out on any of the next-gen consoles. And for xbox to i guess steal this announcement in my mind is a pretty big deal because of its association yeah um i i don't know how many true fans this is technically a spin off of yakuza where it's more action rpg like than it is beat up mm. um but just to have this name be announced on your stage i, I liken it to when Final Fantasy used to always be associated with, associated with Nintendo until Final Fantasy VII, yeah. and now everyone associates Fantasy with PlayStation. Yep. Um, I'm not saying we're looking at that type of thing going with Yakuza, but if essentially if you don't protect your third party IPs, that stuff can happen.
0: Absolutely. And even Metal Gear uh, did the same thing for Metal Gear Solid Five uh, when they when Kojima came out on uh, Xbox's stage. Uh, obviously, he he was on both stages because that game took forever for them to make. But uh, yeah. he came out on Xbox's stage for the first time in a long time, uh, actually since Rising Revengeance that he announced that game on Xbox's stage as well, I believe. Um,
1: Ooh, good off
0: game. I love that game. Did you? That was such
1: a fun. Uh, the the story was even more jumbled up than normal metal gear
0: solid yeah
1: but it, that was such a fun action game
0: yeah i never even played it because uh the metal gear story just confuses me and at the time i i was like ah i don't want to get into that and then metal gear solid 5 came out and i was like this game is a lot of fun <laughs> i may not know what's the going sad... on but it's fun
1: <laughs> the sad part is is like it, i understood everything up to metal gear solid 3 like midway through yeah and then everything just gets thrown through a loop and then it just continues from there continues and then obviously five has the biggest spoiler uh as far as what you're doing the entire game
0: exactly like that's the biggest spoiler i mean honestly i i have no idea because oh you didn't, did you not beat five Oh no, I didn't beat it, but I also wouldn't have any idea what it means, anyways. My friend explained to me what happens at the end, but I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, I don't know." Oh,
1: uh, okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't understand the characters or anything, so I, I it, it means nothing to me essentially. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know anything. Uh, moving on to our last thing, so Assassin's Creed Valhalla. This was a little bit de- divisive. Uh, people talking about Valhalla Online uh, about what they showed. Not about the game, but about what they showed. Uh, people were upset that they didn't show more gameplay. Uh, it very much felt like a cinematic trailer instead of a gameplay trailer. Like, Ubisoft literally spent last week hyping up th- this week uh, for them to reveal gameplay. And they really, I mean, they did a little bit but they really didn't reveal reveal it if you know what i'm saying but i 100 know what you're saying after watching <laughs> that trailer yeah i'm
1: not saying i was disappointed because again it's a game i'm getting no matter what i, I told you guys last week i already pre-ordered it yeah. um but yeah that's a little bit mis or not a little bit that's a lot of it misleading i actually this is maybe the only time I've ever agreed with the internet on this, that that was a little two faced as far as telling us that it was in game or sorry, gameplay. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, and, and you mentioned this last week, uh, about the collector's edition, uh, so here's my collector's edition uh, collection behind me on the wall. If you're listening, uh, if you're an audio listener, you'll have to go on YouTube and and pull us up on there. Podcast PXN on on YouTube. Uh, look us up. But uh, on my wall here, I have the wall of Assassin's Creed figures. And you mentioned the collector's edition for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I looked it up, and I am totally getting it. I'm adding it to the wall. So. Yes, or, I don't know why you wouldn't. <laughs> I, I, you would have done yourself a disservice if you did not do it. Yeah. It's it's the female version of uh, the protagonist as well, so I'm probably going to have to play as the female. So, I mean, just saying. I actually,
1: uh, so this time around, I actually, in my mind, I already have that I'm going to. Yeah. Because this la- on Odyssey, I chose Alexios instead of Cassandra. Oh, no. Uh, so did you I actually like do want to... I did actually, yeah. Oh. I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I understand how sometimes you want to experience like the different sex. I didn't really care. I just he was he was the first one that popped up, so I just hit X because oh. to that that stuff never really matters to me. But I would actually this time around like to play as the female lead instead.
0: Yeah, for sure. Plus, yeah. in in
1: Syndicate, I can't remember what their names were. Yeah, uh, I think the guy's name was Jacob.
0: Jacob, yes, Evie, Evie
1: evie yep. evie was so much better to play with than jacob anyways yeah. jacob's stuff was just stupid all it was it was brute it wasn't anything to do with assassin's creed itself so which in syndicate, playing as her was a lot more fun
0: in syndicate didn't you play didn't you switch off like you didn't choose one or the other right correct yeah you had cert
1: you had a bunch of missions that they could both do and yeah. then you had certain missions that only one of them could do that's what i thought
0: uh And just to add on to Valhalla, it looks absolutely stunning. Like, obviously, the trailer we got today was all in-engine. It it wasn't all gameplay as I would see it, but it was all in-engine, and it looks absolutely beautiful. Uh, They did show some of, like, the uh, building your own city aspect, which I thought was cool. Like, they showed a whole group of people, like, together in the building and and kind of what that may look like. So I thought that was interesting. They showed the ship battles, which obviously we're getting. uh, We played, obviously, Black Flag and and even Odyssey. Odyssey had uh, ship battles to a certain extent as well. Um and then the last thing that I really noticed in the trailer and you can tell me if you saw anything different uh but the last thing I had noticed was uh they showed off like much more character customization than I've seen in Assassin's Creed games before like uh your character has a whole bunch of tattoos which I'm assuming that's customizable because they kind of made it a focal point as they were like zooming in on the character uh, character model but there's like uh, tattoos all over them that i'm assuming you'll be able to customize so i mean that that aspect looked really cool
1: yeah i'm just hopeful because they zoomed in on the male uh was it I- eleanor is that the name i think
0: uh yeah uh, i'd probably butcher his name yeah
1: but they zoomed in on his face twice so I, I and you see that massive scar down the side of his face so i'm hoping that's also part of the customization that I can basically have a, excuse me, a battle torn mm. or battle worn version of my character, whereas you could be, hey, I just want my guy to be clean cut, yep. and looking like he's never lost a battle or never gotten hit in battle type deal. Yeah. So I I, I hope that is the customization because I think that would be really cool to see some people's ways that they want their character represented.
0: Yeah, I agree completely. It, it's basically your own version of the character, kind of like uh, Commander Shepard in Mass Effect. You, you do, it's yeah, the same exactly. idea. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anything else to add uh, to the end of that for, for our event? No,
1: I mean, I, I thought it was exactly what I expected to get um, for the most part. Um, I could see maybe wanting one or two other third parties. I think... It might have been a mistake for them, for them not to have all the Assassin's Creed stuff that got out last week on this one. Yeah. I think that would have sent everything over the top, personally. Yeah. Um. But I really like these new and creative um, games that they're bringing to the table with their partnerships. Yeah. Um, I'm especially looking forward to uh, the Ascent and uh, mm. Chorus. Those yes. are both on my radar at this
0: point. And I, I can't wait to see the, uh, the, um, second extinction, uh, reclaim earth game. Cause I love dinosaurs and games and I want to see more of them, more of them. Yeah. I won't,
1: I won't lie. So yeah. I think I said it on the last week's show. I have now, I have full plans on getting an Xbox series X at launch. Yeah. Um, I put my, uh, list on both or my name on both list for Best Buy and Amazon. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if I do, I think uh, no matter what, you'd be stupid not to get Game Pass. So I think that's what I'll obviously do. Yeah. And hopefully that sec- second extinction is part of it. Because that actually looks like something I would like For to sure. join in, but only like with friends like you. Like some yeah. game that I would actually like be able to converse with with people.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Play co-op
1: with But I wouldn't people. be able to play it with you anyways, because there's no way I'm prying you from Halo Infinite yeah it's that genius. that is true that is true
0: it's gonna be a chore for someone to get me off of halo infinite unless 343 just butchers it which my god help us all if that happens uh because i will murder everyone no i will not so if everyone ends up murdered it's not me okay uh anyways that's the end of the show guys um wait before we go sean uh how many days until july until it's July. not soon enough. We need July here now. Halo Infinite. I, gonna give it the amount of days, I know, and I just I need it now. Uh, thank you guys for watching us live. Uh, just as a reminder, you can watch us on YouTube each and every week. Uh, we are live usually Wednesdays. This week was Thursday. Last week it was Thursday. You just never know with us. But follow us on podcast at PodcastPXN on Twitter. Facebook, podcast PXN, uh, and you always know when we are going to go live with that. So uh, that's it, guys. Thank you and much love and keep on gaming. Deuces.